With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Great to have you with us wherever you're listening around the great state of Tasmania. You're online on the SEN app if you're somewhere else in the world. Good morning to you. Golly, we've covered a, a huge week of sport. Seems like um, now, nowadays, Brett, we've got so much content to talk about. You want to talk about content. You want to talk about slamming some runs together. This Our next guest has been in incredible form for the Tassie Tigers, and it's great pleasure we welcome Elise Villani back to the show this morning. Good morning to you, Elise. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Great to have you with us, mate. Uh, I called a little bit of the action over the last couple of weeks with you guys, not yesterday's game. Um, well done. Gee, you've seen them well. <laughs> oh, it's always a nice place to bat, actually. I always say that. I go, Bonson's a beautiful place to bat. Nightmare to captain, so it's great that I get yes. to experience both <laughs> things. <laughs> uh, Elise, I heard there's a there's a new nickname for you around the team. They're calling you Diana Bradman. True or false? <laughs> <laughs> very, very false. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, talk, talk us through how do you how do you prepare to to, to back up so one one twenty five in your previous hit obviously not the previous Tuesday. game because you yeah. chased down uh, one seventy one down so you didn't get a didn't get a crack but one twenty five off one ten you get another crack at it and go one seventy four how how does that happen is it you know can, can you talk us through your preparation for that um, I think for me it's really quite simple I sort of have a look at the bowlers and think about um, what guard I take, that's really important for me to have a really clear plan of how I'm going to really counter, I guess, how they're probably thinking of getting me out. Um, so that's probably how I start my innings and just thinking really nice and straight and um, making sure that I get through the most difficult part if there's any swing or any seam movement off the wicket. And then after that, it's just about, um, you know, really having the tempo of 50 over cricket. It's not like 2020 where you, you're going all guns blazing. There's so many sort of like driving a manual car, I tell the kids these days, but they all drive autos, so it doesn't really make sense to them. But um, you've got to go up and down the gears. So just really staying present with that and, and making sure that I'm watching the ball and not getting bored. Um, and I love being a part of big partnerships as well. So I've been fortunate enough to be part of some really good ones in the last couple of weeks. So that's been um, pretty cool to be a part of. So ra- rather than rather than manual cars, use video games for them. So... <laughs> Uh, they're all obviously gamers. You've got to start at lev- level one. You've got to, me- you know, beat the Mario Kart boss to get to level two. That's that's, that's what we. That's what I use. But um, re- really quickly on a, on an individual front and, and off topic slightly, I wanted to ask about the the women's um, Indian Premier League and the amount of money being being thrown Oof. around there. Um, is that is that something that that you've got an eye on? And, and was this just a little whack towards that process? <laughs> Um, that that you weren't selected? Uh, not really. I mean, when when I saw the WPL get announced, I thought, geez, I wish I was 10 years um, younger. But um, <laughs> no, I think it's very exciting just to see how far um, our sport has come in such a short amount of time. So I put my name in there, but I was, I was very realistic at the fact that it would be very unlikely I'd get picked up as I knew that um, everyone would be putting their name forward and 
um, yeah, I mean, if, if the opportunity arrived, I would, I would definitely, um, you know, go for it. But I, I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm also a bit of a realist too. This year has been a, a super year, of course. So, I mean, last year, um, tremendous result for Tasmanian women's cricket, um, winning the title, and you're a huge part of that again. Um, to back it up this year, uh, it's, a, it's a great effort. Tell us about the unity and the, and the team you girls have got going at the moment. Yeah, look, it's, um, I'm extremely lucky to be a part of the group. I think um, you can just tell that everyone's, on board and everyone's um, working towards the same thing and um, we just seem to be in sync with how we want to go about it. I think that's the most impressive thing with the group in, in terms of the clarity around the processes is um, something that we really pride ourselves on and everyone um, individually is well aware of how they contribute to that team process as well. So the clarity is just something that, you know, over the last couple of years I've been really impressed with Um and how much we talk about the process and, and we don't really talk about the outcome. So, you know, last night was the first time after the game we, um, you know, I guess mentioned that, you know, we've earned ourselves a home final and that's something they were extremely proud of. And um, But we also know the job's not done as well. It was a pretty early pretty early night last night. Um, just a couple of drinks and a little bit of McDonald's in the rooms to celebrate yes. um, that. But we, we know that, you know, we've still got something big on the line that we're looking to achieve so yeah I guess um the pressure's on to go back to back a little bit but at the same time um we know that if we stick to those processes we're giving ourselves the best chance but I'll tell you what you don't want to go all that way and then and then falter at the end so um we'll be doing everything we can to, to make sure we get across the line. Elise um regardless of of what happens in you know huge huge result to to um, lock yourselves in as as hosts of the final, um, your individual leadership, um, I, I, I wanted to ask, heading into the season with uh, uh, Cuddly Bear Dan Marsh as the, as the interim <laughs> coach and, and, and obviously the uncertainty around that, that process of, um, you know, Dan was the interim, but there was a recruitment process taking place as, as that all kind of unfolded. Jude, Col- Jude Coleman comes in as, as coach halfway through the season the stability you've provided that team as a leader um, needs to be spoken about more. Um, what, what's what's been what's been your process throughout all of that to ensure clarity of roles and and to ensure that the teams remain stable? Because it could have been really easily it, it could have been easy to lose the players, you know, through that 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 coaching instability. Yeah, look, it was a really challenging time to be perfectly honest. We started the season with Sally Ann Beams, who just um, signed a, I think she signed another two-year contract after our win last year. So we started with her as our coach and Dan as our assistant coach. And then you're absolutely right. By the by the time we play our third and fourth WNCL match, um, we've we've lost both of them, um, and we've got a brand new coach and a, a brand new assistant coach. So we really spoke about it um, early on as a group, and I made sure that I was really honest um, about my feelings and and um, and that with the group, and made sure that. You know, we communicate openly and honestly. It was a bit of a shock when Sally Ann Beams got the got the role. None of us sort of knew that she was going for it. So, um, yeah, it was it was a really challenging time. But at the same time, um, you know, that was an opportunity for us to sit down as a group um, without any support staff and actually talk about the fact that we want to own our brand of cricket um, as players. And if we do that well enough, then it really doesn't matter who comes in and coaches. Um, it means that you know we've got we know our identity and we want to. 
make sure that the coach that comes in um, can sort of see that and then jump on board that as well. And um, I was lucky that I had a lot to do with Jude Coleman in the Aussie stuff about a year ago and um, I went pretty hard for her and made sure I got in her ear to go for the job as well. So that was quite handy and Sal was great in terms of um, going for through the process and keeping me in the loop and therefore I kept the, the team in the loop as well. So it was it was challenging, but at the same time, we just tried to keep all communication lines open and I think that really helped the team. And um, credit to Jude, she's just come in and slotted in perfectly. She's jumped on board the train and she hasn't tried to reinvent the wheel and um, at the same time, she's put her own spin on things as well. So I think she's balanced that beautifully and that's really allowed the group to, to continue to, I guess, own their brand. And, um, yeah, um, I think that's been really helpful. Elise, the T20 World Cup's been held now. Um, there's there's people, you know, even like yourself, still at your later age, you probably feel like you could have been around Nicola Carey as well. Would you like to see, and I've got a little bit of the, a similar gripe with the, the men's T20 program when <laughs> we just can't make the fixtures work so... The best players are always playing in these competitions when it counts. Would you like to see it so we know that everyone's available at the back end of the year for the tournament? Yeah, look, it's um, I couldn't imagine being well. I couldn't imagine being the scheduling person. I'll give you the hot tip. Yes. I think it would be an absolute nightmare. So, um, uh, yeah. So you couldn't. I don't think you could pay me enough to do that job. Actually, I just think it would be you would never please anyone, and that would be really. Hard, I think. Um, look, in an ideal world, you absolutely want everyone to be available for the domestic competition. Um, but I think what we have done really well in the in the women's side is that everyone's available for the WBBL, which I think is really important. Sure. Um, so at, at least we've got that, which I think is really good. And if we can keep that, then that uh, that would be um, preference number one. And um, if the Aussie girls are available for any WNCL, then that would be great. But I think it also gives um you know, locally, um, the domestic players a great opportunity to step up as well. I, you know, I think in the WBBL, it, there's a lot of um, you know internationals and the Aussie players probably doing bulk of the work. So, with the WNCL, it provides a really good opportunity for those domestic players to shine as well. So, I think you know, there's sort of pros and cons to it, I guess. Elise, heading heading towards the final, as we said, you're you're locked in, which is a terrific result. Cricket's become um, all about matchups in the modern day. We hear about matchups, player versus player. If if you look at it from a from a team perspective, you saw a bit of South Australia over the last couple of weeks. Uh, it looks likely you'll you'll play South Australia uh, or Queensland. Who do you match up match up better against? Oh look, I think to be completely honest, um, South Australia has been the most. Um, consistent team throughout the season besides us um, and I think they probably deserve to be in that final. Um, Queensland's a really funny one in terms of they've lost more games but um, when they win they win big and they get those bonus points and that sort of put them in this position so um, yeah I think um, look either team will be um, you know will be taking them head on but um, I think you know Queensland are a lot more unpredictable which can be really dangerous in the big games. Um, but then in saying that, SA have been very consistent um, and they've had a lot of players step up and make hundreds as well. So um, probably a part of me is thinking from a captaincy point of view, probably South Australia, um, just because I feel like they're a little bit more consistent. Um, and I think that Queensland could really, um, they could come out and make 350 or they could come out and make 150. And I think that's a bit of a nightmare as a captain to plan for. 
What day's the final one, at least for all for all our listeners, please, again next week? Next Saturday, um, 3 p.m. Terrific. So Saturday week at 3 p.m. So under lights, it should be tremendous. Listen, congratulations on the year so far. It's been great to watch from afar. Your form's still pretty good. Do you feel like you're batting as well as ever? Yeah, I do. I do feel like yep. I'm, I'm batting well. I feel like um, I'm clear at the crease and I feel like um, I, I guess I know myself better and I know my game better. So I think that always helps. And you sort of see batters sometimes peak, um, you know, around this age. So I, I'm excited. <laughs> Good on you, Lise. Congratulations on the year so far. Job still to be done. But next Saturday, day-night game, 3 p.m., Tasmania versus somebody going for back-to-back titles. Elise Villani, congratulations on the year so far. The job not done, but loving watching your form, mate. Good for you. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers. Elise Villani, what a star. And incredible, Nick. Actually, we looked at that top 10 list of runs, um, the big scores of all time. She's got three or four of them. She she just bats and bats and bats. 290 runs. Oof. Not dismissed. I mean, that, that that is special. The great Diana Bradman, great to have her with us. Absolutely. I didn't mind that call from you. You are funny occasionally. Sometimes. Let's go to a break.